can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on The Front. I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Tuesday, January 30. The government won't go anywhere near negative gearing. That's according to Jim Chalmers, who says Labor is addressing the housing crisis in other ways. The Treasurer said on Monday the government won't revive crackdowns on negative gearing and franking credits, and it won't revisit the plan to abolish the 37% tax bracket after last week's backflip on the controversial Stage 3 tax cuts. Greg Combe has been appointed as chairman of the $270 billion Future Fund. The former Labor climate change minister has been charged with renewing and refreshing the nation's sovereign wealth fund. Combe replaces Peter Costello, who served as chairman of the Future Fund for two five-year terms. Uh, Greg Combe is a person of extraordinary breadth and depth and character and experience. And he is the perfect appointment to take the Future Fund into the future. A high-ranking Fijian military officer has been appointed as the deputy commander of the Australian Army's 7th Brigade. But the move has been criticised by some who say Colonel Penioni Naliva is allegedly responsible for human rights abuses carried out in his native Fiji. That's in today's episode. And just a quick warning before we start. This episode mentions some distressing concepts. On January 25, the Australian Army's 7th Brigade made a post to its public Facebook page. It was welcoming a new member of the team. The post said, We are honoured to welcome Colonel Penioni Naliva from the Republic of Fiji Military Forces, who today became the Deputy Commander of the Australian Army's 7th Brigade. In pictures shared with the post, Colonel Penioni Naliva, also known as Ben, can be seen seated and smiling with uniformed members of his new team. The post went on. This international military partnership has been planned for a long time, and it's brilliant to see it begin. As this episode of The Front goes live, the Facebook post had been shared 123 times and received 78 congratulatory comments. One reads, What a super posting. Solid ADF, RFMF relationship right there. But that optimism isn't shared by everyone. Well, this is an army officer from Fiji who is alleged to have been involved in a number of human rights violations and even torture during the reign of Frank Bainimarama, who was one of the major coup leaders in Fiji. Stephen Rice is chief of the Australian's Sydney Bureau. And I guess we need to be concerned about it because This is an appointment to the Australian Army's 7th Brigade. It's a huge number of Australian soldiers, many of them young, who frankly deserve to have people in command who are reputable, trustworthy people of integrity. And at the moment, there's a question mark over this soldier from Fiji. 
Colonel Naliva has been described as a right-hand man to former Fiji Prime Minister Frank Bainamarama. It was over the course of that association that Naliva is alleged to have committed a handful of human rights abuses, including the beating of two Fijian politicians. So one of these assaults took place against a former Fijian cabinet minister. Now, this is the brother of George Spate, who is well known to many Australians as the coup leader from the year 2000. Spate's brother, Sam Spate, was beaten up so badly that he ended up needing hospital treatment in Australia. So he's made a statement explaining how in 2011, he was taken to a military barracks and tortured. He was kicked and punched. He describes having hot water poured on him. And very disturbingly, he recounts how a man that he says was Naliva, armed with an M16 rifle, attempted to sodomise him with the barrel of this rifle. Spate alleges he was targeted by Colonel Naliva because he wouldn't reveal the source of a DVD that was critical of Fiji's military regime. He says his release came with an ominous warning that the next time he left the military barracks where the abuse allegedly occurred would be in a coffin. He says other military sources told him his ordeal had been carried out by a squad operating under orders from the former Fijian PM. And he allegedly wasn't the only one targeted. In 2011, a UN special rapporteur named Colonel Naliva, who was known then as Major Naliva, in a report to the Human Rights Council of the UN General Assembly. Frank LaRue said Naliva played a role in the beating of businessman and former politician Benjamin Paterath. I guess the extraordinary thing about this second allegation is that it's been on the public record for so long. He recounts how he was beaten, assaulted, dragged back to his cell, and that in the end he was so badly beaten that he was unable to walk. As he came to from unconsciousness, he actually heard these soldiers saying that they better get him out of there because he might die in custody and that would be on their watch. And they apparently just took him out to the hospital and dumped him on a bench where he was collected by his wife. And look, there are other... So I was contacted by a student activist and this young man told me that Ben Naliva was present during his torture and did nothing to stop it. LaRue said the Fijian government of the day never responded to the allegations made in his report, clearing the way for Colonel Naliva to carve out a space in Australia's military ranks. That's after the break. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colonel Penioni Naliva's appointment to the Australian Army's 7th Brigade 
follows his graduation from the Australian War College and completion of the Defence and Strategic Studies course in December. Here's Stephen Rice again. Well, the background to this is obviously that as a country, we are working very hard to keep China out of the Pacific. And as a result of that, we have quite rightly invited numbers of military figures to take part in exercises in Australia and to attend the Australian War College. Critics say it's a disastrous move. And that's what happened here. So that in itself, of course, nothing wrong with that. But where is the vetting? Where is the vetting? Much of this material is on the public record. Why was this man allowed to take this incredibly important position without checks being made? It's possible that there are more complex political motivations at play here. Well, this is all taking place against this background of our bid to keep China out of the Pacific. There's a great desire in Australia not to upset the bandwagon, to do everything we possibly can to do what our South Pacific neighbours ask of us. And they want to put people through our war college and have members of their military accepted into ours. And so we're bending over backwards to do that. But we have to be careful of who we're allowing in to do that. The current Prime Minister, Sidovani Rambuka, has a uh, big motivation in that uh, this bloke, Colonel Naliva, is alleged by many people in Fiji to be the military officer most likely to mount a coup against Rambuka. Now, you've got to remember that Rambuka's government at the moment is very fragile. It's a coalition that is hanging on by one or two votes, and they're in the middle of a sex scandal that's a completely different issue, but that might lose them those one or two votes. So there's every motivation for Rambuka to go, well, look, you know, if this is the bloke who's most likely to lead the charge against me, why don't we ship him off to Australia and let the Australian military take care of him? So far, the Department of Defence is letting its Facebook post do the talking. Look, Defence has been very coy about this after our inquiries. They've said that they are aware of reporting regarding Colonel Naliva and that they take allegations of wrongdoing seriously. So it appears that behind the scenes, they are working with the Fijian government to determine what the next appropriate steps are. But what those may be is anyone's guess at this point. Stephen Rice is chief of the Australian's Sydney Bureau. You can read that story as well as all the nation's best news, sport, politics and finance right now at theaustralian.com.au. A troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.